0: Romeo and Juliet. The Rude Retelling, read by Brian Harvey. If you're offended easily, then this isn't the love story for you. Part 2. Okay, enough with the Montague fella and household. Remember the other house? The Capulet one? That's where Juliet is the daughter. Capulet was talking to a count who wanted to marry Juliet... "'Go ahead and charm her. Make her love you. "'You can only marry if she also agrees,' said Capulet to the Count. "'But I'll also invite you to tonight's banquet. "'There'll be many women. Perhaps one of those will fit you better. "'Once you see them, perhaps you won't like my daughter so much.' "'Fucking hell. Charming.' "'Anyway, the banquet was so well prepared "'that Capulet sent one of his servants out that same day with invites.' Better hope there's not a big fucking raven in the town centre or no cunt's going to turn up. Off he went to deliver the invites and soon found himself knocking on the Montague's door where Ben was still trying to convince Romeo to hit up another bird. <coughs> Excuse me, sir. Do you know how to read? asked the servant to Romeo. I can read my own fortune in my misery, replied Romeo. Yeah, really bringing the emo vibes. The servant tried to avoid the sarcastic reply and just asked once more. Perhaps you've learned from life and not from books, but please tell me, can you read this letter? Yes, snapped back Romeo as he took the invite from him. The servant left as Ben jumped on the chance to tell Romeo he should go so he could hit up all the single ladies in Verona at the party. But you guessed it, Romeo went a tad over dramatic once more. Ladies more beautiful than the one I love. Turn my tears to fire should my eyes see such lies. Look, mate, said Ben, pretty defiantly sick of his bollocks. You decided she was beautiful and sexy with no one else around. No one to compare with, no one to confirm. I'm not saying you're wrong, but she could be a bit butters. Let's go to the party, have a few drinks, see a few ladies, and then we can compare, and you may set your eyes upon another. Yeah? I'll go with you, accepted Romeo. He knew he wouldn't win the argument, not to be shown such a slight of beauty from any others, but to rejoice in the splendour of my own. Back at the Capulet house, soon to be the venue of the hottest masquerade party in town, Lady Capulet summoned her daughter, Juliet. Now Juliet was not yet 14, but her mother wanted to ask her what she felt about marriage. It is an honour that I dream not of, came the reply from Juliet. Well think of marriage now. Here in Verona, ladies of esteem are already wives and mothers. Oh yeah, remember, yeah? This is a very different time. By Marcant, I was your mother upon these years, she continued. This valiant count named Paris seeks you for his love. Right, now don't ask me how the mum ends up talking like that and the daughter's so posh. I ain't got a fucking clue. I'm doing me best. Bear with me. Like a Dracula count? No thanks. No, you idiot. <clears throat> no, you idiot. I can't like a nobleman. Verona's summer has no flowers, fine. Sounds a bit like Scrooge's missus, isn't it? He's a sexy piece of mead I'd love to get my teeth into, blurted out the nurse before she was told to shut the fuck up. What do you say, Juliet? asked her mother. Tonight you'll see him at our feast. Find delight. I'll look at him and try, mother, said Juliet. But you can't just tell me who to love. Before Lady Capulet could reply, the servant came in and to told them the party was underway. The guests were here, and dinner is he served. Hey, you go for it, girl, came the cry from the nurse. Lady Capulet, once again, told her to shut the fuck up. Down in the party, Romeo, Ben, and some of their mates were just arriving, and Romeo was still bringing those email vibes. I don't want to dance. You have dancing shoes, but I have a soul of let. I cannot move. Borrow Cupid's wings, lover boy, and soar with them, said one mate. If you sink, then you're bringing down love. Too great oppression for a tender thing, added another. Is love a tender thing? Is it too rough, too rude, too boisterous, and it pricks like a thorn, cried Romeo. I still don't get this way of talking. It's Fucking stupid. If love be rough with you, be rough with love, came the retort from his mate. Fucking dodgy mate. I think we all know what he's trying to say, okay? For those slow ones. Sex. Yeah? He's talking about it. Okay? Romeo's mates tried once more to drag him to the party, presumably by his emo fringe hanging over his eyes. Is it not smart of us to go? shouted Romeo in one last-ditch attempt. I had a dream last night. Well, so did I, snapped back one of his mates as if to say, and what? At this point, Shakespeare had clearly taken too many drugs and started explaining Romeo's mate's dream, which included a fairy, a wagon made of hazelnut shell, spokes made of spider's legs, covered by a grasshopper's wing and made by a carpenter squirrel. Romeo interrupted. Enough, you're talking nonsense! But this was his mate's intention. Exactly, I'm talking about dreams! Knowing he'd trap Romeo. Checkmate. Romeo was unsure, but he knew he could no longer win. I fear some consequences still hanging in the stars. Some vile forfeit of untimely death. But steer my course. Direct my sail. Onward, lads. Finally, they donned their masks and headed into the party. As the lads entered the party, they were soon met by Capulet, his wife, and other members of the house. Welcome, gentlemen. These ladies will dance with you, unless they are plagued with corns he turned to the ladies. Will you now deny them a dance? You don't have corns, do you? He turned back to Romeo and his mates and said, Come on, dance, you're very welcome. Capulet then showed his power by ordering more upbeat music. Got a bit of jungle, gang. Tables to be moved and the fire to be put out before it became too hot. What you would call a willy-waving moment, really, to try and prove his dick was the biggest in the room. Romeo was beginning to lighten up and soon saw another lady like the look of. What lady is that which enriches the hand of yonder knight? He asked of a serving man, while pointing towards a knight and a girl dancing. I know not, sir, came the reply. Romeo turned from emo to romantic and began to spat out about her beauty. When the dance is done, I'll watch her and see where she stands. Then I'll touch her hand with my rough one. Did my heart love till now? I never saw true beauty till this night. Now I'm not going to say Romeo is a player, but he certainly changes his mind on girls pretty fucking quickly. Now Capulet's nephew overheard all this and headed for his sword. By his voice, he should be a Montague. How dare he come here, cover his face. It was a masquerade party though, mate and sneer at us. Why are you so angry, nephew? Asked Capulet. Uncle, this is a Montague, our foe, a villain that has come here in spite. Young Romeo, is it? Tis he, that villain Romeo. Calm down, nephew. At this point, I honestly believe he doesn't know his name. He's a fine gentleman and is known as being well behaved. I don't know if you've heard this emo album, but it's some fine work that panic at the disco would be proud of I would not insult him in my own house for the wealth of all the town, show a fair presence and put off these frowns but, stated his nephew before he was interrupted again look, just shut up listen to what I'm saying and fuck off over on the dance floor, Romeo had made his move, he took the hand of the girl he found so attractive Juliet, and said alright babe, you're well fit." Alright, maybe not that, but it was beautiful and Shakespearean, so I'm just paraphrasing. I take your hand with this, my own unworthy hand, said Romeo. I stand here blushing, ready to smooth that rough touch with a tender kiss. Rah, this boy worked fast. Juliet didn't mind at all. You don't give yourself enough credit, such devotion you show to hold my hand, For saints have hands that pilgrims' hands do touch. God, fuck me. A bit arrogant, using the analogy of a saint and pilgrim, but let's just call it romantic, shall we? Anyway, after some more sweet talking, the two kissed. Proper making out in the middle of the dance floor. I thought he was going to fucking rag her there and then for a minute. After the second kiss, they were interrupted by the nurse from earlier. Your mother craves a word with you, she said to Juliet. Juliet left without a word to Romeo. Who's her mother? asked Romeo to the nurse. She's the lady of the house, came the reply. Romeo walked away, muttering to himself. Is she a Capulet? Fuck, my life is gone. It's in the hands of my enemy. Ben had seen this whole scene take place and went up to Romeo. Come on, let's go. Romeo agreed. I'm in more trouble than ever, he told Ben. Under instructions from Juliet, the nurse came across to ask his name. His name is Romeo. He's a Montague. The son of your own worst enemy, reported back the nurse to Juliet. The only love I have sprung from my only hate